the best bits of the week. The Wake Up With Webster podcast. Pod, 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 podcast time. <laughs> not bad. It's not going to catch on. No. Uh, welcome, podcasters. Thank you. You are the most valued of all of our listeners because you've gone the extra mile and you've downloaded... Uh, podcast. This podcast. Yeah. And that means uh, you're intrigued to see what you might have missed on the show. Um, or it, you heard the show and you want to hear what bits we've actually decided to put in that we thought were worthy of the podcast. I wonder what kind of extra waffle Webster and Claire will hit me with <laughs> on the podcast this week. Might also have entered your mind. Well, let's find out. Um, what have we got then? Actually, we've got a bit of everything from this week's podcast. Once again, it's thanks to you we couldn't be doing the podcast it's all about you if we didn't have your stories you you share with us intimate details about your life and we we feel as if the show would not be worth listening to if you didn't so thank you so coming up in today's podcast we have or this week's podcast or it doesn't really matter if it's this week the or podcast. not the podcast yes this particular one you're listening to we have a sports star uh, we need to tell you about something happening in our broth uh, oh hang on Didn't this week as well I I um, made a huge mistake and we got complaints oh yeah oh let's start with that actually come on <laughs> give us the details what happened how many weeks have I been saying the wrong date well I don't know because I, I think I'm weeks elected. and weeks I don't listen to you, so... Uh, (laughs) I've noticed. Uh, Craig David uh, is in Dundee. Depending on when you listen to this podcast, it's actually tonight, because we record this on a Friday. So Claire and I are going to host the gig. Craig David, Sagala and Becky Hill all on the line-up at the Caird Hall in Dundee. It's Friday now, the 7th of June. Not Saturday, Friday. Yeah, um, for weeks I've been saying on air... I can't wait for Craig David. He's coming on Saturday. And Callum Gallagher heard you and he's like, yeah, it's on Saturday. And we're like, no, it's Friday. I even had it in my calendar and uh, I had it organised with the family and the wife. It's Saturday. I'm working Saturday. We can't do anything. No, it's Friday. Um, So I've had to draft in and get extra babysitters and scramble around and think, okay, I've been getting it wrong. Uh, So we got some complaints, some people phoning in saying, hang on, I've got tickets for the Craig David gig. I thought it was Friday. Yeah, and it is. And... Tonight. We're really sorry for confusing you. Yeah, so um, <laughs> thankfully you got in touch once again to make me feel better. When have you got the wrong date? Claire called us with this. When I was with my boyfriend at the time, I thought I would surprise him and try and book a trip away to the Czech Republic um, because he's always wanted to go and see Scotland play away from home. Oh, amazing. Nice, off to Prague. Yeah, so beautiful city. That would be nice. We've never been so looked at the website to find out what date they were actually playing. Uh, went and booked it all. Thought I've managed to get that really cheap. I thought, as usual, they would have inflated all the prices, given it's going to be um, a lot of Scotland supporters going Hectic, over. Yeah. So you're feeling yeah. quite happy with yourself. You're like, yes. I'm well happy. Wow. <laughs> Got a bargain yeah. here. I've sorted yeah, out my I've got boy. A Think I'd text them saying book these dates off from work. Going to surprise you with something. Uh, went away into my work dancing thinking this is great I'm going to tell some of the guys that are in the Tartan Army I've got cheap tickets and they kind of looked at me and they said oh that's really cheap can't believe you got it that cheap um, and they were like Claire no it's October they're playing I've got no 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 oh. got it to say an understatement so um, I obviously then had to go text and just kind of burst his bubble and kind of say actually what I had planned was a trip to Prague to see Scotland play away but I've got the dates wrong went to Prague enjoyed Prague um, and it turned out that the dates that I had got was actually their home game Czech Republic 
were playing in Scotland when we were in the Czech Republic. Oh, oh no! no! You flew away from the game that you were supposed yes, to be taking yes. your man to. That's incredible. Yes, we watched in Prague on a TV that had no sound or anything. Oh, so no! Surrounded by Czech Republic fans. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Wake up with Webster Podcast. Forget getting the wrong date somewhere. I mean, that can cause a little bit of issues. I've seen many people getting stuck places because they have uh, taken the wrong flight. That would definitely not be me trying to get home from Vietnam. Just uh, that yeah, there. remember I told you about the nightmare my brother endured the, this past week. He's in New York for a business trip with his girlfriend, stuck at the airport for, a, he added it all up, seven and a half hours. Wow. Queuing for this, for that, flights You'd delayed. You'd not be coping with that no at all. No way. I would just be raging. I would just give up throw my bags down and go off to the pub but uh, and stuck in New York sounds cool it wasn't it wasn't at all it's a bit like an episode of Terminal or something like that (laughs) Um, Libby got stuck somewhere a little bit different Oh, it was four years ago when I was pregnant with Brody. Went in for a growth scan because I have big babies. Into so, nine wells. <laughs> into nine wells, yeah. Can we get so, c- some clarification on big babies? Yeah, well, my biggest one was ten, three and a half. <gasps> big oh! baby! <laughs> big baby, okay. Brody wasn't as big as that. He was nine, eight, so that was fine. Still, though. <laughs> Pretty hefty. I went into nine wells anyway, where I says the husband needs to go to the toilet. <laughs> so I went away in and I couldn't get out. <laughs> Oh no! What do you mean? I couldn't get out of the toilet. The toilet door was broken. So what? I was screaming for help. The handle or the lock? What, what, the what lock, happened? I, I opened the lock and the lock wouldn't, the door, whole door wouldn't open at all. <laughs> but the spindle would turn. So I was like screaming, help, help. <laughs> yeah, get me out of here. Get me out. I'm looking around thinking, well, I can't climb out because I've got a huge bump. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But the husband away was away in telling them that I was in the toilet and I would be out in a minute just so that I didn't miss the appointment and eventually... He had to come husband. in and rescue you? Yeah, he had to break in the door. He was a door engineer, so... <laughs> <laughs> no way! That's handy! How fortunate yeah. is that? Your missus is stuck in the toilet. Hey, don't worry! Stand aside, I'm a door engineer! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was funny, but he used a butter knife to get me out, so... He saves the day. Did he manage to unscrew the lock with the butter knife? No, he managed to push the hatch back. Oh! Which was good. I was like, yeah, relieved. I thought I was going to end up going into labour because I thought, oh, we have a panic attack in the toilet. (laughs) Oh, no. And you've never locked the toilet door again? Nope, I never have. (laughs) It's like your man's like MacGyver. He can make anything out of anything else. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for coming on, Libs. Thanks. (laughs) Wake up with Webster Podcast. The best bits of the week. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle with. No, don't say it. You. It used to be. Uh, no, it never. You know, I once got Louise no. Redknapp. Remember Louise from yeah. a, a girl band Eternal? She released a version of that song and she sang a special version for me about 14 years ago. Stuck in the middle of a stew. Of course, there we go. But I have no evidence of that. I've, I've lost it. I don't know where it is. It's funny, all these stuff you keep uh, telling me that you've done in the past or things that you've you've recorded or made up and yet you've not brought a single shred of evidence. You can never believe a thing I say then. Mm, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Wake up with Webster Podcast. Gail! <laughs> you can just imagine walking through the park and because you have to do that thing when you've got a dog or, or a pet and you're out with them you have to give them the double syllable regardless of even if the name's like Ben or something it's still Ben what about Gail 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 
So, yeah, I didn't realise this. It's uh, something you find out from Gregor on TFM's Home Run weekdays, 4 till 7. Uh, his mum's got a dog called Gail. Yeah, he did when they were growing up and apparently never really thought anything about it until you realise when you're shouting in the middle of the park, Gail! Gail! I think that's strange, having a pet, especially a dog with a, a human name. Any other passers-by, any pedestrians would get confused. Like, where, where's Gail? Is, it, is this mum lost her kid? I want to find Gail. What's happening with Gail? Gail, stop stiff, sniffing that. Yeah, it's Gail, <laughs> stop sniffing that butt! <laughs> w- would also raise alarm bells, wouldn't it? Yeah. Gail! Luckily, I, our pets are all um, normally named... So if our hamster is out and about and you see us shouting on Suarez... You... <laughs> Suarez the hamster. What's the your dragon's name? Webby. Well, you would know the danger if you're... Suarez! You would know to stay away from Suarez because his name... Oh, because he's a biter. He's a biter, just like yeah. the footballer. Suarez! Wake up with Webster Podcast. The best bits of the week. I think this next part of the podcast then needs to come with a bit of uh, warning. Uh, did we manage to get a warning on air before this story came on? I can't I remember. I don't think we did. I don't think, no. I think we can't get through a week without some kind of something, some kind of story making you feel a little bit queasy. Warning, this next segment could make you queasy and feeling a little bit weak at the knees. Uh, I happened to scoff a bag of crisps recently in my favourite flame-grilled steak. Like, gobble, gobble. Uh, Went off to wash my hands, came back to the sofa where I was gobbling the crisps and found a stray crisp. And I thought, yeah, nice little bonus. I'll have that. Thank you very much. Plunked it in my mouth and instantly realised, yuck, that's not flame-grilled steak. Ah! It's sofa crisp. It's been hiding down the... It's been eaten up by the sofa the about folds. five months ago and then spat back out. Ah, <laughs> instant spitting out and the yeah, yuckiness and then blaming my eight-year-old boy. It was salt and vinegar, it's his. <laughs> uh, so I did... Well, we, we both thought, that, how are we going to word this? How are we going to ask in a nice, polite manner, what's the weirdest thing you've had in your mouth? Yeah, that's but pretty much how we did it. We couldn't. We just had to blurt that out. And then Nadia called us. This is why we had a warning. It's actually not my story. It's my best friend. But I know for a fact she would not put up to tell you this. So I'm going to do it for her. Yes. Um, you know, like, you take your dog for a walk and they do the toilet and then they kick their feet sometimes after. Yeah, to try and cover it over. Yeah, well, my friend was standing behind her dog after it had done a poo. And oh, uh, no. it kicked. <laughs> and it landed in her mouth. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> Oh, I know, it's vile. So basically, it was it was probably about 10 years ago. It was our first dog she'd ever got. So we were still teenagers. And she's just obviously standing, waiting for the dog to do its business, kicked its legs, and then she just froze because a bit landed in her mouth. I mean, she must have had her mouth open anyway. Was she mid-conversation? I don't know. I think she was just standing on her phone. Never stand behind your dog. <laughs> We've learned that lesson here, Nadia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hashtag eat fresh. Oh, rank. <laughs> Wake up with Webster podcast. What is a pickle? Um, something that you would put on a McDonald's burger. I thought your first uh, guess would have been something that you get yourself into, Webster, on a regular basis. Well, yeah, that also. <laughs> All right, old pickle. Uh, I always assumed, right, seems wrongly, that a pickle was a separate, it was a vegetable on its, its own. Is a pickle not a gherkin? Well, this is where the grey area is. It turns out it's it's a cucumber that's just been dipped in or left in vinegar, brine. So it's pickled. 
I just thought uh, a pickle was a separate vegetable to a cucumber. You had a cucumber, you have a gherkin, you have a pickle. But no, they're all cucumbers. Mm. You're not sure about the gherkin, are you? No. See? This is, why, this is why we shouldn't do science ever. On the, <laughs> we on... do not really know anything. We just really talk and hope for the best. This is something I spotted a few months ago that I've been getting it wrong. So I was kind of ridiculed a little bit by friends and some listeners. And then a mate of mine was around uh, recently. We played a quiz and a question came up saying, in which city do you find the Sistine Chapel? And she looked all puzzled and then admitted to us she thought it was called the 16th oh, no. chapel no all way. her life. Wait till you hear what Andrea believed. I believed when I was around nine years old that the next door neighbour's dog used to go to the chip shop and uh, bring off um, chips. <laughs> no. It was actually just the stepdad making homemade chips, which I refused to eat. So he used to wrap them up in grease paper, put them in newspapers. How clever. I clever, Grandad, I doff my cap to you. Uh, that's amazing. So how many years did you think the dog was off to get you chips? Um, until I was 12, so for three years. That's a very inventive, smart, clever I way... I like that, yeah. ...to get yeah, someone to eat their food. The dog brought it for you. Yeah, the dog brought it for me. <laughs> it, it was more than that. Your granddad even went to the, the lengths of putting the chips in the dog's mouth... Uh, having the dog arrive at the back door, you know, yep. repackaging it all. That's uh, pretty impressive. And so you, so you even saw the dog hand over the chips from its mouth, didn't you? Yeah, I saw that this dog had actually wrapped them, cooked them, wrapped them. <laughs> did he actually borrow the dog? Like, did he... Yeah, he used to get the dog from the neighbour and ask them if he could do it and say that the dog had been to the chip shop. Oh, that's even Brilliant. better. That is gold. Yeah, I'm glad I noticed before I went to high school. I started telling all my friends that the dog went to the chip shop. For <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't. I mean, at that age, it's the kind of age where you would be saying, come on, watch this, watch this. Yeah. This dog brings me my dinner every night. <laughs> <laughs> or it was once a week. We don't want to say that you're having chips every day. Yeah. Wake up with Webster Podcast. Seems we're getting pretty creative uh, around our area at the moment. I think we should just come out straight out with the two new words that I've never seen together before. Yarn bombing. I didn't know what that was. Bombing. Basically, uh, we had to launch an investigation on Wake Up With Web, so it was proper Sherlock and Watson moment. Do you want me to get the music? Please, let me get the music clear. You keep talking while I search desperately for the music, because so, it's exciting. I found uh, a video on Facebook, and I was like, where is this? What's going on? And it turns out that it was our broth, and there was something really quite cool happening. I've got the music, yes. <laughs> Again, it's one of these TV themes that I had to explain to Claire, the whole premise behind Magnum P.I., the, the moustache, the... the Anyway, back Detective to the investigation. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited the music's on. Yeah, yarn bombing. So we found out there's something pretty colourful happening in our broth, dressing up the town, because it is a bit grey, you know? Yeah. Uh, every town, uh, I think, in the area needs a little bit of colour added so to it. So lampposts have been... It's basically like a tea cosy type thing. I think that's the best way to describe it. So it's like they've got their winter warmers on. <laughs> uh, lamp posts, washing lines. There was a bicycle I saw. And, well, we managed to find the lady behind it all. Our investigation led us to Jilly. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this was a, an idea. I, I thought about it about three months ago. We just moved down to the foot of the tune in our growth. 
And I thought it might be nice to just do a bit of colour, get a bit of colour in, into the sort of tune. I, uh, I'm an artist, so I kind of gauged how long it might take me to do it, and it would probably take an awful, awful long time. So I put out a post on social media to see if anybody else fancied joining me in uh, creating some uh, yarn bombing. The uh, colours and, yeah, everything. It looks amazing. Like, I saw all the pictures and all uh, on a video and whatnot as well, and even the bike. I was like, that's incredible. <laughs> yes, it's taken off really well. I mean, we've, we've been installing it for the past, say, week in bits and bobs. We've got the last-minute touches to do today, and uh, it's incredibly popular. There's so many people coming down and photographing it and children going up and touching it and there's <laughs> some sort of toys getting laid down beside some of it. And it's wow. been really, really popular, yeah. The most unusual, uh, I don't know, we're doing drying poles, we've covered them with colour, we've done big light stanchions. Um, the ladies have also knitted and crocheted some amazing lifelike seagulls which are um, installed on top of a box perfect perfect for our bros well you know the best thing about it is those seagulls are next to a sign that says don't feed the seagulls (laughs) yes (laughs) it's just a bit of humour and everything I think this is a great idea I I think you're going to go viral Jilly do you know what's missing though you've not got a TFM Uh one yet (laughs) (laughs) no not yet yet. (laughs) can we commission you uh, and the team to to do a special TFM one for our bros what have we got here I have a couple of pens and a set of headphones I can offer you. you bargaining. <laughs> That'll do it. That should do it. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Easiest negotiation ever. Today we've got the opening of it. It's officially open for people to come down. Everything will be installed. And there's been work going on at the end of the street here. Uh, and we're kind of complementing that as well. Scottish Water have been um, working on some bits and bobs at the end of the street and they've installed signage and Street Furniture, uh, the local pub, the commercial inn, is open for drinks and cakes. And we're there to answer questions. And we're also getting some commissions from various bodies to do different um, art installations as well. And it'll be set up, the yard bombing will be set up for four weeks. Investigation. Complete. (laughs) Wake up with Webster Podcast. The best bits of the week. What other ways can you dress up towns in this area and add some more colour? Well, we also found out today, which is irrelevant to the podcast, as we today could be whenever, but uh, Long Forgin have this thing they do every year called the Scarecrow Trail, and it's back. It's been on the go I, I think at least uh, 20 years they got me involved in it and made an effigy uh, of me as a scarecrow maybe about six seven years ago and they, uh, they had me uh, tied to a tree uh, well, I don't know what they were trying to say but <laughs> and then they burnt me to uh, on a stake as well <laughs> I don't want to say anything I'm, I'm just keeping my mouth shut while here. dancing around and praying and dive and bowing mm. down and <laughs> of course uh, yeah it's a special thing the Scarecrow Trail that they have it's just a small village outside Dundee Long Forgan you drive past it every day on the way here if you're coming from the Perth end and theme it, this year it's worth checking it out Disney 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 so there is more scarecrows than ever for this one 82 I've been told by the main uh, organiser 
uh, and they're all Disney themed. Now, the strange thing is, you you will feel a little bit creepy driving along the village or even getting out for a stroll and staring into people's gardens. But they're there. They're there to be looked at. So that's it's all good. Yeah, it's all fine. So don't feel bad. And they encourage you to take photos as well and share them around. They do have prizes awarded. I think there's cash prizes to the top uh, three scarecrows. So it's good. Families get together and all the kids get involved making these stuffed straw animal thingies. I mean, they're all outstanding in their field. Oh, there we go. Had to get it in there, didn't you? Wake up with Webster Podcast. Can I take you back to last year for a second? Well, a couple of minutes, maybe a bit more than a second. Which part? The World Cup? Because yes. I don't want to th- What? Well, kind of. The World Cup qualifiers. The women's World Cup ah. qualifiers. All right, go on. Yes, this is positive as opposed to the negativity from the blokes. The great thing for us is we have uh, one of our local girls, Lana Cleland. She's from Perth and she has been picked to play for Scotland. Yeah. So and last year we were chatting to her and set a little challenge. Ah... Now, I don't think she's beaten me. Uh, she has. Have you counted every one of them? I've counted every single one. And regardless of whether it's more or less than what it says on your counter clock, her video was not edited. What do you mean? It's well, I, got, I just got a whole camera crew in with all different angles and aspects. Of course she did. To make it look more professional. Of course she did. There wasn't any badness. It was a keepy-uppy challenge, Webster. Says he got 311. Mm, no. Hey, it's 301, and I will have backup from my brother and my mates in that street in Inverness where I was growing up. 301, keep you up record. My only claim to fame. Lana did 300 in her back garden in Perth as a comeback video this week. And she honestly, her skills, girl's got skills. Yeah, I suppose she does. I mean, she is an international football player. So what did you expect from me? I've not played football for 20 years. Oh, get your excuses in, eh? You dodgy can check- knee. <laughs> dodgy knee as well, Claire. You can, you can check out the video, by the way. It's on the Wake Up With Webster Facebook page. Um, and of course, the first game is against England. It's on Sunday, this Sunday, for the World Cup. So we Right now, it's Friday, just for perspective, because the game might have taken place when you listen to this, and we now know the result. But Three we don't know Scotland. the result just now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we got Lana on the show to tell us a little bit more about the Scotland women's team's preparations for the World Cup. So, <laughs> you reckon you've won the keepy-up challenge, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I loved it when that video came through to us last night. I was like, yes, Lana! (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know, I've not watched it all the way through, but it doesn't look like it's one continuous take. Um, Yes, it does. (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) Yeah, I know, no trickery, no CGI. It was proper, raw, real keepy-ups. I was very impressed, uh, Lana, in a non-patronising way. So are you back home just now, Lana? Yeah, just for a couple of days. We're back in camp today, so it was good to get a couple of days at home. Now, where is camp for the Scotland women's football team then? Where do you all hang out? In Edinburgh. Right, and I suppose you can't say much more than that. There might be spies. Can't. Yeah, <laughs> so secret. So when do you head off to France? Uh, we leave on Wednesday. All right, so you, uh, you've you learnt the language, you've found out about the culture and the food. Is that <laughs> something you have to be aware of? <laughs> I did try and learn a little bit of French, but kind of got me confused with Italian, so I just kind of left it. Well, yeah, you've spent the last few seasons getting to know Italian for your club football at Fiorentina and then trying to switch to French. I mean, all I've got for you is comment appel to. Comment appel to. It's what's your name, isn't it? What is your name? Je m'appelle Lana. Lana. She's nailed it. That's all you need. (laughs) And how to order beers and you are ready for France. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> we should probably say um, congratulations on making the squad again. For How does it feel? Yeah, obviously it was a very proud moment um, for me and my family uh, to do it at the World Cup, I think, just taking it to a different level. And that support that you got against Jamaica, hopefully that's a sign of things to come. We've heard there's quite a few fans going out, so it'll be nice to see who actually turns up and, and how many come out to support us against England. Well, that's the great thing. Uh, the fact that that is the opening game, Scotland against England, surely that's going to get all uh, the whole of the country behind you. Yeah, you'd hope so. Um, obviously, it's an exciting exciting first game to open the World Cup, and yeah, it should be a really good game. I don't know if I should mention, but England are one of the top teams in the world, aren't they? I'll just say it really fast. Are they not favourites to win? Lana, Don't comment. Lana. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're back in Scotland all the way. We've got your back right to the end, so, you know. Yes. Yeah, we can do it. We believe that we can come out of the group. That's our aim. Um, so we're going there to, to try and do that and see what we can achieve. Bit of a shame about the, uh, the alien-sounding phone line there from Lana. I know. You can tell the way it's that she... It's rural Perthshire, what can yeah. we say? Tibber Moor, was it? Tib- yeah, somewhere like that. And, and you can tell the, the way she flip-flops between having a laugh with us and then her professionalism when talking about <laughs> the football. You can, you can tell it I easily. Know. Let's hope she gets on. I mean, she is part of the squad and she plays her club football at Fiorentina in Italy. How incredible is that? What a career she's having. Fingers crossed for, for Scotland. They reckon they can get out of the groups, that's what they were saying. So that's the first goal. England, Japan and Argentina for Scotland's women. And have a look at the video, the Keepy Up Challenge. Lana Cleland, did she beat my street record? Yes. Check it out. Wake up a Webster Facebook page. Give her some love. And don't forget, you can check us out every weekday from 6am. We're here 6 to 10 on TFM. We'll be very annoyed if you don't join us for the beginning and the end of every show every day. Are you wagging a finger there? It sounded like it. <laughs> but I'm actually just needing to go to the loo. Um, <laughs> right, we'll leave it there then. Thanks for listening and downloading. Wake Up With Webster podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and at tfm.co.uk and listen live on TFM weekday mornings from 6.